hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Kern County. You're listening to AM 1560 FM 97.7 KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review with your host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Whatever your real estate needs are in Kern County, Lori and the McCarty Group are the local experts you can count on. Whether you're buying, selling, relocating, or maybe you just have a real estate question or two, all you have to do is call her at 661-665-665. Old. That's 661-665-7653. And she or one of her team will be delighted to help you. So feel free to reach out. And good morning, Lori. Good morning, Adelaide. How are you? I am doing excellent. I'm I'm loving this sub 100 weather. <laughs> Isn't it? Don't jinx it. Yeah, it's weird going out going outside with my winter coats in the morning because oh, it's stop. 85. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I got to let the car heat up before I come in oh, this yeah, morning. Oh yeah, you poor so. thing. <laughs> You know, God will pay you back this oh, fall. No, please don't do Yeah, we don't want another heat wave. Please, please. Yeah, but but everything's going well. Happy to be here. Great. I am so glad. Everything all wrapped up and moving along well for the concert? The concert, September 18th. We are excited. Everything's going as, as planned, so we're ready. And I've got, like I said, I've got a couple seats on stage for you. Ooh! So, can't hardly wait. So when you're ready, and even even I see your guest over there, we can get a couple seats for you there, too, if you want. So. See? Even we'll, more reason to come on the Kern County Real Estate <laughs> Review, right? A couple little bonus perks, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a yes, little bribery yes. going on there. Yes, mm. and all all my boxes are checked <laughs> for planning, so we're good, looking good, good. good. We're looking good. I'm glad to hear that. All right. And speaking of guests, who do you got in there with you today? Well, we've got an exciting topic today. Um, so we're going to speak with Diana Elliott, who's the Deputy Director at Golden Empire Affordable Housing, Inc. That's a local nonprofit that develops and builds affordable housing here in Kern County. This 501c3 organization was established back in 1992, but I think many in Kern County might not actually recognize the name. There are also a great many misconceptions about affordable housing, so I'm really looking forward to Diana dispelling some of those fallacies and telling us all the great things Golden Empire Affordable Housing has done for our community and has coming up. But before we jump in and talk with Diana, I want to quickly discuss the extension of the eviction moratorium and the mortgage forbearance rates. You know, as many of you know, the federal eviction moratorium has now been extended to October 3rd of 2021. So what is that going to mean for tenants that are behind on their rent? Tenants actually still have time to receive rent and utility assistance through the Housing Authority of the County of Kern, if they have been impacted financially by COVID-19. Tenants may be eligible to receive some short-term assistance for rent and or utility costs if they meet the following requirements. 
so at least one member of the household qualifies for unemployment or has experienced a reduction in household income, incurred significant costs, or experienced a financial hardship due to our favorite pandemic, COVID-19. Okay. Additionally, they must demonstrate a risk of experiencing homelessness or housing instability. And they have to have a household income at or below 80% of the area medium. And, of course, they must be a renter in the city of Bakersfield or Kern County. Now, here's something a lot of people don't also recognize, and that is that assistance for landlords is available too. So landlords, if your tenants are not able to pay because they were impacted by COVID-19, you can also apply for assistance through the Housing Authority of the County of Kern. Hmm. Now, even though this eviction moratorium has been extended, I strongly recommend that California tenants and landlords that have been affected by the COVID-19 virus take advantage of these options for assistance as soon as possible while there are still funds available. Now, on the homeowner's side of the equation, while the latest statistics available are a couple of weeks dated, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association's latest forbearance and call volume survey, mortgage forbearance decreased by 14 basis points from 3.4% of a servicer's portfolio volume to 3.26% as of August 8th, 2021. Now, this is the largest decline in a month, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. And of course, they attribute this decline to the fact that many homeowners who took advantage of the programs that were available are nearing the end of their forbearance terms. So that has been an extremely positive sign for those of you who have been concerned about the impact forbearances may have on our upcoming fall market Hmm. all right does that all that make sense that does can i just ask a quick question well yes let's see if i have an answer (laughs) for the previous for the short-term assistance it's only renters not to help with your mortgage right it's renters or landlords Okay. okay so the landlords can apply for the assistance and of course utilize that towards their mortgage if their tenant is not applying Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Whew, glad it was an easy question and I could get through it. <laughs> all right, so now that we're all caught up on the news of the week in the world of real estate, let's go ahead and talk to our wonderful guest. As I mentioned earlier, we have the privilege this morning of visiting with Diana Elliott. She's the Deputy Director at Golden Empire Affordable Housing, which is a local nonprofit that de- develops gosh, I can't talk already this morning, that develops and builds affordable housing here in Kern County. So good morning, Diana. Good morning, Lori. Thank Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you take a few minutes? I have the privilege, folks, of having worked with Diana uh, for quite a few years now. So I know all about you. But why don't you take a few minutes and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about your role at Golden Empire Affordable Housing. Okay, well, thank you so much once again for having me on here and just for this opportunity um, for your listeners to really know about our nonprofit here in Kern County. Um, 
I don't think a lot of people are aware of us. And Mm-mm. to be honest, I didn't even know what Golden Empire Affordable Housing was until I started working at the Housing Authority. So I will start with a little bit about my journey in affordable housing. Great. Um, I started in 2010. I started working at a tax credit property in Bakersfield. I managed 110 units and we accepted Section 8 vouchers there. Okay. So because we accepted Section 8 vouchers there, um, I dealt a lot with the housing authority. Um, So I really was able to learn about who the housing authority was and their role in affordable housing. Okay. So that's how I... Um, in 2015, went to work for the Housing Authority as an accounting technician, um, where I was really able to just to learn how, you know, they manage affordable mm-hmm. housing in the county of Kern. And then after that, um, I learned about their nonprofit, which is Golden Empire Affordable Housing, which they are affiliated with, um, and their role in affordable housing. And then since 2019, I have started, I had I have worked at Golden Empire Affordable Housing. Right, and you've been the deputy director. So you're pretty much the girl in charge, right? Yes. yes. Great. <laughs> um, so tell us, what is the mission of Golden Empire Affordable Housing? So our mission is um, to expand affordable housing in the county of Kern to households of low and moderate income who otherwise would not be able to find or afford a suitable place to live. So if that is um, building apartment complexes or single-family homes, um, we do that. And also on the back end, we are also the managing general partner for a lot of partnerships that own affordable housing. So we also do that on the back end. That's great. Um, That gives, I think, that gives people a little bit wider idea um, of who Golden Empire Affordable Housing is and and what some of the things are that you do. Now, you're involved, if I remember correctly, not only in constructing, Mm -hmm. but rehabilitating um, and, and making sure that the places that you have for housing in Kern County is safe, it's sanitary, and of course, affordable. Yes. Right? Yes. We great. Do that also. Well, this has been a great introduction yeah. for all of our listeners to Golden Empire Affordable Housing. And I'm really excited to find out more about the affordable housing that's being developed and constructed here in Kern County. Okay. But before we dig in deeper, let's take a quick break. And this would be a great opportunity for those of you listening to go freshen your cup of coffee or grab a quick bite. But don't take too long because you don't want to miss the next segment and all the information Diana has to share. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors. Here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM and streaming live on KNZR.com. 
And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all of the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Or you can request an in-person tour, and she or one of her team will be happy to show you any of the available properties for sale. Whether it's a video tour or a personal showing that you're wanting, all you have to do is click on themccartygroup.com and start shopping. As the number eight agent for Coldwell Banker in North America and the only Kern County agent to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's top 100 rankings for agents in the nation for 2020, her goal, as well as that of her team, is to serve you. So let them do just that. We'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. We're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. You can call Lori anytime, and that phone number is 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to the website at themccartygroup.com. Voted Best of Bakersfield, your favorite realtor again this year. She's certainly our favorite realtor here. Thanks, Adelaide. You're welcome. And <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we're visiting this morning with Lori's guest, Diana Elliott, Deputy Director of Golden Empire Affordable Housing. Before we go any further, Diana, why don't you tell us how we can reach you or where we can find more information about this great organization? Well, we do have a website now. It is www w.gehi that's g e a h i dot org or you can always call our office our phone number is 661-633-1533 perfect so diana thanks so much during the first segment for letting our audience know a little bit more about golden empire affordable housing tell us so that people get a better idea, what sort of population does Golden Empire Housing uh, serve? Yeah. 
Okay, so we do have a lot of um, developments in the county of Kern. Some developments are for specific populations. Um, for example, in, on 20th Street, we have what is called Park 20th. Uh-huh. And that development serves our veterans um, specifically. Okay. And then we also have senior housing on our street, which two of them are Village Park and Park Place. And like I said, they're specifically for seniors. But we have multiple developments throughout Kern County. Um, some are designated for specific populations. Um, if anyone is wanting to get more information as to, like, where can I find affordable housing for senior housing or mm -hmm. veterans? I always refer them to the housing authorities website. They have a listing of affordable housings there. Mm -hmm. And they, if they need anything, it would be on there. Um, because we always get people in our office that are, are looking for affordable housing and they don't know where to start. Um, and I always refer them to the housing authorities website because it's hard if you're looking for affordable housing to drive around to try to figure out, is Absolutely. this affordable housing? You right. have no idea. And then you don't know the office hours. You don't know if you qualify. You don't know if there's a waiting list. Right. So I always try to um, tell people to go to the housing authorities website where they can find a listing of affordable housing units. And that way, that's a good starting point for them. That sure is. That's, that's a great suggestion. So I think it's amazing because in... In talking to you offline and and um, doing some research about Golden Empire Affordable Housing, I think it's pretty amazing that you serve such a wide variety of our population, from seniors and veterans, as you've mentioned, to foster youth, homeless. I, I just I think it's wonderful that you're able to help so many of the most vulnerable people in Kern County. Yes. Can you tell us? why affordable housing is so important and so necessary to any community? Yeah, of course. Um, I personally think it is definitely important uh, because it allows households to live in an adequate home that provides shelter. Um, this helps support their personal and professional development and offers a safe harbor for them. Right. Um, and also, um, it is shown to improve health and well-being, quality of education, employment opportunities, personal relationship, security, and financial outcomes. So we believe when housing is affordable, people can spend more money, or I should say more energy and resources on health care, nutrition, education, daycare, transportation, and other important products and services. And um, rather than trying to worry about having a roof over their head. Exactly. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I have seen that um, at the property I worked at. Um, I would see, you know, single mothers that didn't expect to be single in their lifetime. Right. Who had to take care of their family and were trying to provide a safe, good community for their children to grow up in and so we were there to be able to provide that to them and it was just amazing to see them come and 
sometimes go through our units because they were able to go to school, mm-hmm. get a better job, and then find a better place for their family. Right. It's yeah. it's really nice to be able to see that progression, to yes. see how you're actually making an impact yes. um, on each individual life, which I think is great. Yes. Um, so tell me, in your opinion, do you believe that there is an adequate supply of affordable housing here in Kern County? I personally don't believe so. Um, personally, I have... I recently moved um, and we were looking into renting here in Kern County Mm -hmm. and we were just looking around, um, of course, good area, good school for our child. And just looking at the prices, I was kind of set back on how expensive it is to live in Kern County. And I just, I know there's a waiting list at the housing authority for people wanting to get into affordable housing. So right. I do believe that there is not enough supply today um, to just to meet our needs. Exactly. Right? So what can be done about that? Um, so what can be done about, I mean, how can we go about getting more affordable housing? That's a very, very good question, Lori. Um, it is. It does take time to develop affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, is not something that happens overnight. Right. You do have to go through the correct permitting process if you are going to be building new affordable mm-hmm. housing, or even if you're doing a, a rehab, you have to get funding to do that. So um, I would say just um i am so sorry what was your question again (laughs) (laughs) i just was asking how could we possibly um what can we do as a community yeah to to try to see that we have more affordable housing i mean obviously it sounds like to me based on what you're saying since you guys are a 501c3 Mm -hmm. contributions would be beneficial yes um tell me that you mentioned the process of construction and permitting and all of that. Yes. From the time an idea is conceived by Golden Empire Housing Authority mm-hmm. until the time it comes to fruition, yes. and we're actually seeing residents be able to move in, what kind of time frame are we looking at for that? Oh, Obviously, it varies from project to project. Correct. But are, are we talking a year? Are we talking five years? Yes. Um, So what we've been, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it, is the infill housing program. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. (laughs) So if you want to talk about it now, that is great. um, It's okay. We'll just, what I'll do is just give an example, because that's a smaller project. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about 12 to 28 units. Mm -hmm. um, And that's within itself um, it takes about a year to a year and a half to from just the idea to actually be completed and someone have someone moved into the project okay all right well that gives us kind of an idea and a time frame because you know i'm sure there are many out there in the public who are thinking hey what could i do to help because this is such a great and generous community exactly um so from your perspective What do you think the most challenging aspect of developing and constructing affordable housing is? Um, The most um, 
challenging aspect of developing and building affordable housing to me would be the challenges that you come across. Not everything, when you start a project, it's not the same thing that you're running into. Um, you could be building units next to two different neighbors this time. And okay. then you have those challenges when building a new unit or just the ground could be different. So it's not always the same thing. Um, and also, I think whenever there is um, a development coming along, for, to have the public support to make that development come to fruition, because I know there's, whenever there is a new development, people think, oh, affordable housing, it's going to be bad in my neighborhood. I don't want that in my backyard. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, having the support of affordable housing within our neighborhoods is important. Um, and then that's one of the challenges we also meet is just not having that support. Okay. So I think probably um, that's one reason I'm really glad we're doing this show mm -hmm. because um, whatever we can do to help dispel some of the common misconceptions, whatever we can do to help people understand a little bit more about the mission of affordable housing, yes. about what they can do to help, and how overall it benefits the local community. So can you take a minute and share with our listeners why affordable housing benefits the local community? Yeah. So <clears throat> it benefits the local community because um, it allows others to just live within that area also. Um, it allows development of the community, um, especially if it's undeveloped areas where, you know, there's no housing in mm -hmm. that area. Mm -hmm. um, it just allows opportunity, I think, for the area around it just to be developed. Well, I think when when you go in and you put in a new project, um, or as we'll talk about in a little bit, the infill lots, you all go in, do you not, with the idea of being a good neighbor, yes. of um, adding to that neighborhood yes. rather than taking away from. Yes. And I think if people start looking at that as the way affordable housing helps benefit because it also helps grow each of those individuals within the community mm -hmm. that are taking advantage of the affordable housing and allows them then to um, to become even more productive members of society, yes. correct? Yes. Okay, great. So tell us a little bit about how affordable housing, particularly at Golden Empire, mm -hmm. is funded. Yeah. So most of our projects um, are funded, this, our smaller projects are funded with city or county funds. Okay. Uh, we recently, um, the infill housing project that we recently completed is funded with city PSVS funds. 
Okay, um, you have to explain that to us. What, is, what, it, what do those <laughs> initials stand for? <laughs> that's the Public Safety and Vital Services funds that were okay. passed. Um, I believe it was Measure N uh-huh. a few years back that passed that. Um, so a few funds were allocated for affordable housing. Okay. And so some of those funds were used for those infill lots. But a lot of our projects are either city, county, or state funds. And then sometimes when it's bigger projects, we have investors come in and also fund the project. Okay, super. So we touched on it a minute ago, but mm-hmm. let's let's dive deep into the common misconceptions okay. about affordable housing that we can... Hopefully, by talking about it today, we can help dispel some of those misconceptions. Yes, yes. So I know there's quite a bit of misconceptions Mm -hmm. about affordable housing. Um, The first myth that I think is that a lot of people think affordable housing is only for poor people. Right. Um, So the reality of that is households with incomes of 80% of area medium income Mm -hmm. are eligible to move into affordable housing. So, for example, a four-person household in Kern County could not make any more than $55,000 a year. And just for a point of reference, yes. don't we have quite a few people that qualify? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people think that I don't need to, I have to not have a lot of income to qualify for affordable mm-hmm. housing. Mm-hmm. But that is just a misconception. Um, and then just to just the people who need affordable housing are often middle class, low to moderate income earners. Who are also taxpayers um, and to be honest with our affordable housing our community would not be able to fill many of the important roles in our community such as you know baristas grocery clerks or custodial staff um, that we need absolutely okay. these are all vital parts of our community um, and without being able to provide housing for these individuals they're going to find someplace else to go. Um, and what's what's fascinating to me is that, you know, you talked earlier about how unaffordable um, the open market is for rental properties, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And yet, here in Kern County, we are the most affordable throughout the state. Yeah. So can you imagine what it's like in other parts of, of the state? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, I, I understand affordable housing and Section 8 housing are not necessarily the same. Right. Can you explain the differences between the two for our listeners? Yes. Great. Um, so I do want to, there is affordable housing and then there's public housing also. Ah, okay. So there's those two terms also, but which are frequently used interchangeably, just causing a lot of confusion in the process. You bet. Um, They are actually two very different types of housing with different qualification criteria. Okay, so Um, break that down for us. Okay, so affordable housings are properties that are made available to lower income families at less than market value. Okay. Um, So typically affordable housings you would see 
if you walked into an affordable housing um, complex, they would require you to make two and a half times the rent in order to live there. Okay. Um, and then you would have to, there is a max amount where you cannot exceed. If you exceed it, then you're overqualified and therefore cannot live there. Okay. Um, as opposed to public housing, public housing is owned and or managed by a government agency such as the housing authority. Mm -hmm. um, public housing is under the oversight of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. And unlike private affordable housing, developments that may only designate a percentage of their units for lower income families, um, public housing is wholly dedicated to qualified low income households and are those with qualifying disabilities. Okay. So the way, just to simplify it, mm -hmm. um, public housing is more based off of your income. So okay. there is no minimum amount that you have to meet. If okay. that is your income, you make $200 a month, then they would adjust your rent so you could afford the rent there. Based on your income. income. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then as a point of reference, uh, for our listeners, when you talk about affordable housing and you're saying that the requirement is two and a half times, yes. here's how that compares to the open public, to the, well, I say the open public, I, I got to find a different term. What am I thinking of? The open market okay. um, in terms of, of rental housing. Most property management companies require that you make three times yeah. the income or three times the cost of the rent so being affordable gives you a little bit of a break on what you have to actually make yeah so that's good news yes and uh, then i'm sorry and no i apologize for interrupting <laughs> <laughs> no i just wanted to make sure i answered your question wholly um so section eight housing is a little bit different okay um, you do when you apply for section eight you're applying for a voucher Okay. And a voucher you can take anywhere with you that will accept that. Uh, and what it is, is just you get subsidized for your rent based mm -hmm. on your income. Mm -hmm. So I know there is a lot of landlords out there that may uh, be renting to a Section 8 tenant. Um, I know a lot of landlords try to um, stay away from Section 8 tenants because they think that something's going to happen to their unit. But um, I will say that at the property that I worked at, we preferred renting to Section 8 tenants just because the housing authorities involved in that, mm -hmm. um, they come out and do an inspection on your unit. Exactly. So they, if there's anything wrong that the tenant did, they'll have them fix it. Or if there's anything that's the owner's um, responsibilities, they'll have the owners fix it. But um, Section 8 tenants are great to rent to if anyone has any rentals out there and is looking for a tenant. Well, because here's the other part. Not only are the inspections involved, but yeah. you know with relative certainty mm -hmm. you're getting your rent payment. Correct. Your, you know, every single month. Yes. Okay. And I do believe that there is a common misconception um, that historically public housing or affordable housing that those tenants have not taken as good of care of the property as perhaps um, 
uh, a tenant that is not receiving financial assistance. Yeah. In your experience, isn't that false? In my experience, that is false. Um, a lot of a lot of the tenants that I worked with in the past that had Section 8 were on fixed income, mm-hmm. such as Social Security or disability. Um, some of them were households under certain circumstances, um, but they all took very good care of the units because they didn't want to lose their voucher. Right. They wanted to make sure they did everything that they could that so they can maintain in that unit. Right. So I think when people don't know all the specifics, mm-hmm. you know, we have a tendency to, one of my favorite phrases is we, we make up stories in our head. Yes. Right? <laughs> and we think, oh, well, golly, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And yes. so I think it's really good to have this discussion and get that out there yeah. that, you know, with the inspections, those tenants know if I damage this property um, beyond normal wear and tear, yes. I'm going to lose my voucher for Section 8 housing, and I'm not going to be able to have this type of wonderful roof over my head. Exactly. Right. Um, so <clears throat> tell me a little bit. I mean, do you guys generally just um, develop multifamily affordable housing or do you also do some single family affordable housing so we do a little bit of both um i've been with golden empire affordable housing for about three years now Um, we've done a lot of single family affordable housing okay um mostly because the need for um one bedroom units to studios is more than the need for a two or three bedroom okay. um, home. So because the need is there, we're focusing on single family affordable housing, but it doesn't mean that we are also doing multifamily okay. um, developments as okay. well. So are there times when that single family affordable housing is a better option than multifamily? Is a better option for us as the developer. For you as the developer or even for the community or for the end user? Um, I think it is just because they're smaller, so we're able to build them a lot faster than Uh, building a two or three bedroom um, unit. Okay. Um, And then for the end user, I think it is because there's a lot of households out there that are I mean, it's just one person out there, or it could be a couple. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to if there's a two or three bedroom unit, um, typically you can't put a one person in a two or three. No, bedroom. you can't. That's a waste of space. Exactly. Right? So um, typically, they are mostly needed a lot more than a two or three bedroom. Okay. Um, apartment. Great. Um, so, how do you guys go about? selecting where you're going to build the various projects um so there's a lot of factors that go into oh, that oh i can imagine <laughs> <laughs> i would say um funding wherever we can get funding okay if there is funding with the city or the county um we would develop in that area um and then also just to know we'll do kind of like a review of the property to see Mm -hmm. um, if there's utilities on site, if we're able to build, say we have a fourplex, if a fourplex would fit in this lot, 
Um, so okay. there's various factors that go into um, finding a lot um, that we can build something in. Um, so I would say, but those are mostly it, just trying to find like funding and where it's available um, and if we can get some of that with our project. Okay, great. So now we've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the interconnectedness of the Housing Authority mm-hmm. and Golden Empire Affordable Housing. Yeah. Um, do you guys work together on projects or do you partner with the Housing Authority to develop new projects? So our, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but our executive director of Golden Empire Affordable Housing is also the executive director of the Housing Authority. Perfect. His name is Stephen Pels. I'm sure he's well known to our (laughs) community. Um, He, because he's the executive director of both, um, we work a lot together on these projects. Um, They're mostly this these projects are mostly started up at the housing authority and then we kind of take them on. And um, if they're smaller projects, we actually build them. We don't have a general contractor. Okay. We have someone on site that um, oversees the construction of these units. So then we just take over the construction side of it. Okay, great. So, you know, we talked a little bit, about this um and for those who've who saw recently there was a ribbon cutting ceremony um on your infill housing project so talk to us about that what is that project um who does it serve Mm -hmm. tell us how it helps the community so the infill housing project um was started about two years ago um it started with two fourplexes in the downtown area, mm-hmm. and these fourplexes are each unit's about 500 square feet. Okay, and um, the concept be- behind these projects are, is getting um, local funding for them and building them at a faster rate than we would a bigger development. Okay, um, because there is not an investor involved. It doesn't take as much time to go through um, the process of building these Mm -hmm. units. Mm -hmm. So it's finding infill lots within Kern County, being able to build fourplexes in them. As soon as we have permits within six months, just building the fourplexes there. So, And they're one bedrooms um, mostly because to serve those that... um, are single families mm-hmm. um, and then they're also some are designated for um, those at risk of homeless okay and so for people who don't know what an infill lot is mm-hmm. that is when you have a development of 20 lots yes and all but two were built on yeah. and you guys come in and you purchase yes the two lots yes um, now I would imagine since you said that what you've been developing are fourplexes. Are those lots going to need to be zoned um, for multifamily units? Um, so they, when that's one of the things that we do when we're um, looking into looking for projects, projects right. to make sure that they're zoned um, for the number of units that we're going to be putting on that lot. Um, 
for the most part, we are able to build fourplexes in the um, zones that we've been building in. Okay. Um, but if there is a zoning issue, then we go through the right procedures. That whole process, yes. right. Yeah. And so with that, as you are going in and, and doing some infill on some of these lots that haven't been completely built, mm-hmm. um, does the community um, have an opportunity to to raise their hand and say, hey, what are you doing there? Um, do they get approval on what's going next door to them? Yeah. Uh, any of that? Or or does that does this process avoid all of that? This process does avoid all that if it's already zoned um, for, if we don't have to go through any rezoning of the property, right. then we don't have to go through those procedures for Perfect. that. Um, so it does reduce the time that it mm-hmm. takes to go through something like that. Great. All right. All right, you guys. Well, looking at the clock, sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> we do need to take a quick break. This is great information, though. Um, so grab a drink, freshen up your coffee. But before we go, Diana, why don't you tell everyone where to find more information about Golden Empire Housing Authority or how they can reach you? Yes. You can go to our website. That is going to be www. Gihi, G-E-A-H-I dot org, or you can call us at 661-633-1533. Perfect. So I don't mind going ahead and taking a break now, but when we come back, Diana, can we talk about the projects that Golden Empire Affordable Housing is currently working on, ones that we have coming up? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with your host, Lori McCarty, here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we'll be right back. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to the McCartyGroup.com and start packing. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653 or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook at The Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air 
or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Sunday mornings. If you're just tuning in this morning, we have the privilege of visiting with Diana Elliott, Deputy Director of Golden Empire Affordable Housing. Now, before the break, we were talking about the infill housing project. And so, Diana, has your team faced any challenges developing these vacant infill lots? Um, so, for this last project, we actually did face quite a few challenges, as I'm sure everyone else did going through the pandemic. Um, we started this project right in, I want to say... January or February of 2020 of 2020. Mm, So we had a lot of, because we um, subcontract all the work, we had delay issues. um, And then also just increase in prices in lumber. Mm -hmm. We saw that just skyrocket, unfortunately. Um, But those were some of the major issues that we faced just with this infill housing. Um, As far as other infill housings, um, luckily there hasn't been too many issues that we have faced. Um, There's, you know, sometimes one of the issues that we face when, like I mentioned before, when we're building in these infill housing lots is that we have neighbors um, that we have to keep in communication with. If we have, if their fence was moved in a little bit too much into our property, we have to get a surveyor and just make sure that the um, property line is right where it needs to be. So, Of course. Um, and, and plus, wanting to be a good neighbor, you yes. also have to make sure that you're working at appropriate times, Correct. that you're not uh, infringing on their peaceful enjoyment of their property. Yes. All of those those things. So I can imagine that it's it's not as easy as being a developer on a completely vacant piece of land where you don't have neighbors on either side yes. going in, doing your thing, and getting out. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, great. So I know, because uh, we've talked about it, that you guys are working on renovating the former Decatur Hotel at 19th and F Street. So tell us about the plans for that building. So <clears throat> we purchased the property back in February of 2021. Um, construction is underway right now. Great. Um, it will, once it's completed, it will be 27 units for seniors at 62 and older. Okay. Um, and it's going to be, be 21 studios and five one-bedroom units, and there will be a manager on site. That's wonderful. Yes, yes. When we first started this project, um, we did a community outreach, you know, just to let Mm -hmm. the neighbors in that area know, even though it's mostly businesses in that area, we wanted, like you said, to be a good neighbor to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we told everyone about this idea, they were all very excited and very happy that we were gonna take this project and convert it into senior housing. That's wonderful. Now, were there residents living at the Decatur Hotel when you purchased the building? Yes, there was residents there. Okay, and so where are they now? Um, So we, one of the things whenever you use um, public funding to take Mm -hmm. over, any development, you do need to provide assistance to those tenants that were living there um, to find them uh, somewhere that's equal to where they were living before. 
Um, so that process took a while. Um, luckily, even though there was about 30 something units at the Decatur, there was only about 19 or 18 tenants when we took over it. Okay. Um, so with our staff, we were able to help these individuals um, move and find new housing and also with the assistance of the housing authority. Gosh, that's great. Yes. Okay, so you were able to relocate those 18 to 19, and yes. now you're going to have another 27 yes. that um, will be calling the Decatur Hotel their home. <laughs> um, of course, it won't be called that at that point, yes. right? Um, and how long do we anticipate for the completion of that project? So right now we're on track to com complete construction in October. Okay. So just a few months from now. Wow. Um, I would say, though because there's such a big waiting list if anyone is interested in the west what is going to be called westchester senior village Ooh. Uh, <laughs> to call the housing authority in or call our office and we'll get you on a list um, just to let them know that you've called and you're interested you do have to be at least 62 years or older to live on the site okay and then what about other projects that you have coming up um, other projects that we have, so we do have um, 12 units, which would be under the same concept of infill housing. Okay. Um, this is going to be in the county area. Okay. Um, located on Stevens Drive. Oh, okay. Great. Um, construction will be starting this month and will be completed within six months. That's kind of been our range of from start to finish on a construction project. Um, and then we also have 37 units on Pioneer Drive. Oh, wow. Which we expect construction to complete in April of 2022. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yes. So <clears throat> if any of our listeners need to obtain affordable housing, yeah. where should they start? I always say start at the Housing Authority's website. Um, there is a listing there. I believe it's about three pages long mm -hmm. of affordable housing in the county of Kern. Um, I would say look through that list, see what areas you like, call the property, see if there's a waiting list. If there is a waiting list, see how you can get on that waiting list. Because um, I, we're our office is right next to the housing authority. Mm -hmm. So we often get confused with the housing authority. Uh -huh. And there's a lot of people that come in looking for affordable housing, which I completely understand. You right. don't, you drive up to uh, an apartment complex. You don't know if it's affordable housing mm -hmm. until you walk in, um, which is actually what would happen to me a lot when I worked at the Mm, um, property that I worked at uh -huh. I, I would have it was on Fruitville which is a good area um, I would have people come in think it was just a market rate property mm -hmm. and want to know what availability I had so I had explained to them that we were affordable housing right. and that you had an income qualify so I know gas prices are very high right now you do want to save on your gas and <laughs> download that list and call um around see what's available out there perfect yes. so is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about affordable housing and golden empire affordable housing um 
I think we talked about a lot of it, Lori. I, um, I do know, like I said, we work very closely with the housing authority mm-hmm. and I've worked at the housing authority. They are a great organization to get connected to they if you need are. assistance. Um, and also if you need assistance with the house, like anything with, we can always connect you um, to the housing authority as well. So we we're very small staff, so we usually just refer people to the housing authority. But if someone's having trouble, we can always assist and get them connected to the housing authority. Perfect. Yes. Well, I see Adelaide giving me the signal over there that it's time to wrap up today's show. I can't even believe how fast the time went by. <laughs> and I really can't thank you enough, Diana, for taking time away from your busy schedule to spend it with myself and our listeners. <sighs> So thank you. Now, if you didn't jot it down uh, earlier, go ahead and give them the website information one more time. Yes. Go ahead. It's going to be www.gehi, that's G-E-A-H-I dot org. And then our phone number is 661-633-1533. Perfect. And hopefully we can have you back in the future and you can update us on new projects that you're doing. Of course. Thank you so much, Lori, for having me here. It's such an honor just to be here um, letting the community know who Golden Empire Affordable Housing is. Absolutely. You're, You're welcome anytime. I want to thank everyone out there for listening this morning and wish you and yours a blessed rest of the day and a fantastic week ahead. Hopefully, just hopefully, We've been able to provide all of you a little more clarity into the world of real estate. And I know Adelaide and I both look forward to visiting with you again next Sunday at 8 a.m., just before Sean Hannity, who's coming up next. If by chance you missed an episode of the show or know someone who should be hearing this information, but who just doesn't get up quite early enough on a Sunday morning, we've got the solution for you. You can hear this episode and others Uploaded to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Breaker. So just search Kern County Real Estate Review and you can listen over and over. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll see you next week. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing.